I love this psalm that we're about to hear. It is possibly one of the most famous psalms, the most loved psalms for many people. It holds so much assurance of who God is and what he is like. It starts as a worship song about God, about who God is, but becomes a personal prayer directly speaking to God, declaring to him the discovery of what his presence is like for its writer. So let's pray. Lord, I ask that you would be with us as we reflect on Psalm 23. And we ask that your holy presence would come and be with us now, each of us, wherever we are, however we've come today, be with us, we ask, Lord Jesus. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There is so much good news in this psalm. And I think there is some specific good news for us here today. But first, a question for you. Is your life problem free? Have you got one of those lives where everything is perfect, where things just go right for you all the time, where your hair is excellent, where your body is just right and pain free, where work is bliss, your manager totally gets you and your home, your home is just how you want it. Your cash flow is worry free and you don't compare yourselves to others. You don't think you're too young or too old or just not quite good enough. Well, if that is you, then I'm really sorry, but this psalm is not for you. This most famous testimony of God and who God is and what he's like is not concerned with those whose lives are perfect. But if your life is not perfect, if things do not or have not gone as you'd hoped, if you've come close to death or been around dark things that have become your enemy, if you struggle with who you are, what you believe or what the future holds, this is for you. If you hunger and thirst for more, if you long for more, this psalm is for you. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Well, the first thing to say is that this psalm is the personal testimony of a sheep. This is a sheep under the care of a shepherd, but this is not a sheep in Middle England in a field, a field with stone walls and meadow grass. This is a sheep who's going to new pastures. And in the realm of shepherding across the world, this is not an unusual thing. Sheep and other animals will often be moved to new pastures according to the season. 
you know, in winter, in lower places, in summer, on higher climbs. The point here is that this sheep is going on a journey and specifically exiting one season and getting ready for a new one. How do you view your life? Do you expect to stay in one place where all your needs are met or are you on a journey where different needs are met in different ways at different times? Whether we like it or not, we all find ourselves now exiting one season heavily defined by coronavirus and on the cusp of a new season, which is largely unknown. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. God promises food and drink for the journey. You know, not only that, but it is clear that for the shepherd of this sheep, rest and stillness are part of the journey. Have you made rest and stillness something that sustains you for the journey of your life? Or are you putting it off on hold? Either way, you know, God invites us into a relationship with him as the one who is able to care for our souls. You know, more than that, to restore our souls. Does your soul need some help right now? You're coming out of this season and preparing for the next. This is good news for us. God is able to restore our souls. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. This is where God reveals that he is not just the shepherd who can care for us materially and emotionally, but he is the guide. He is is not just the good therapy in our calendar every now and again. He is the one who is with us, who wants to lead us intimately on a path in our life that is full of all that he has to give, but also fills us with all that is good in order to give to others. You know, what is God's path for you? Where is he calling you? How can you follow his lead afresh, coming out of this past season, going into a new season? How can you let him guide you? And here is where God gets gets real. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. God is not in the business of ignoring the hardship of our lives. He is not a stranger to suffering and takes no profit at the cost of injustice. He instead offers to lead us through it like a sheep following a shepherd through a frightening valley towards the light and the expanse of summer pastures, God offers us his security and protection. And to what extent? To the extent that we don't even need to fear. You know, 1 John 4, 18 says, perfect love casts out fear. God enters into the battle with fear and delivers us from it. This is God's love. This is our shepherd guide, God. And interestingly, in verse five of our psalm, here it says, it, it describes a scene where the shepherd prepares a meal for the sheep and in the presence of their enemies, they are able to rejoice. And, and, and shepherds uh, used, to, used to build structures to house the sheep on the journey. 
You know, from, from the winter to the summer pastures, they used to build structures uh, that were like a simple walled room with, with no roof and no door. The shepherd would get the sheep inside for warmth and overnight rest, and the shepherd would sit in the open doorway so that no wolf or predator could get in. Now, a fire would often be lit and food prepared for the night watch. Jesus refers directly to this. In John 10, he says, in fact, of himself, I am the gate for the sheepfold. And shepherds would also anoint the heads of their sheep with fragrant oil to keep away insects and other things that might get at them during the day. And this psalm is rich in its promise of God's abundant provision and protection, even when the sheep have to stay in the shadow of the valley for longer than they would want. You know, in fact, this testimony of a sheep flips this point of fear and threat of the valley on its head in its final verse. Surely goodness and love, goodness and mercy, sorry, will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know, this phrase follow me can also be translated as pursue me. And where the sheep, obediently following the capable shepherd, had been all too aware of the enemies pursuing it, it now rejoices in the revelation that in the care of this shepherd, it's now goodness and mercy that pursue it, not the fear of the enemy. You know, the message version is brilliant here. Your beauty and love chase after me. Do you need to hear that today? That God's beauty and God's love are for you, not against you. That goodness and mercy are yours if you let them reach you. You know, they are chasing after you. And this psalm, it doesn't just stop with the person who wrote it or the era of Israel's history that it was written in. It finds culmination and new promise in Jesus It is in him that we can find the intimacy and reality of this shepherd guide God. The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus in John 10, 14 says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me just as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. He gives me food and water. Jesus says in John 6, 35, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Even though I walk through the shadow, you know, Jesus is the one who challenges our worrying and invites us instead to trust God the Father, to be filled by God the Holy Spirit and to be set free by him. God the Son gives his life to replace the shadow of death and the intent of evil with the shadow of his wing and the promise of his kingdom. You know, we through him are to be swept up into the life of the Trinity, who are the one God and who offer us security above and beyond worldly security. You lead me on the right path. It is Jesus who invites us to follow him in his path for our life. He is the best guide. He has a path that is righteous and which is defined by his name. And there is power in the name of Jesus. You know, even right at the beginning of the birth of the church, two of the disciples meet a man who was not able to walk. They pray for him. He is healed. 
But the ruling authorities are confused and scared of what the disciples have done. And so they ask, this is in Acts 4, by what power or name have you done this? And Peter replies, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. This is the power that we seek as the people of God. This is the beauty and the love that chase after us. This is the shepherd and guide we find God is. Not a power that needs to ignore and reject our imperfections and failings, but the God who reveals himself in Jesus, who offers forgiveness of sins, healing of hurts, renewal of the spirit and restoration of the soul. This is the Lord who invites us to walk with him from one season to the next on a path which is the greatest adventure and mission possible, who leads us through all the days of our life and beyond. Let's just take a moment to pray. And I pray, Lord, I, I ask that wherever people are right now, that you would just come. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are with us. Even though we are scattered in so many ways still, I pray that you would come and be with us. Thank you for the words of this psalm, for the testimony of this psalm. May we know today that you are like this. May we experience you in these ways in our own lives today. And may you use that, Lord, so that we might also serve others. We pray that especially as we move from one season of our life into the next. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that your kingdom would come and your will would be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.